life's not fair. Are we just gonna sit around here and talk about how big I'm getting? I am your father. Here's Johnny. Johnny! What? Where's my super suit? Welcome back to Just Being Real. If you just finished up on our last podcast we posted, welcome back. If you haven't checked out our old podcasts, check them out too. They're pretty cool. But for now, just sit back and join us for this week's topic. Well, you may have noticed something a little different uh, about our podcast this time. We have uh, produced a new intro. Uh, We want to give all the credit to our son, Lucas, who wrote the music on that and did up that, uh, what do they call that, a montage? Yes, yeah. Something like that. (laughs) So, and to be honest with you, a lot of that is just favorite things from favorite little clips from movies and stuff like that that, that we've we, seen that we kind of like. My favorite is the "Honey, Where's My Super Suit?" <laughs> and if you recognize that, it's from The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, listen, it's so good to be with you guys. We are. Um, you're probably wondering. Um, hey, I thought this was coming out uh, yesterday, uh, but we've we're we're on vacation. And if you want, you can go to our Facebook page and check out uh, some pictures of our setup that we're uh, uh, recording from today, tonight, I guess it is. And um, it is, we are down at the beach. Yeah, such a nice time. Yeah, we're not on the beach right now. No. So in case you were wondering, no. But we are down at the beach. In our camper. In our camper. And so we are recording live here. And so, not live, I guess, but we're recording. Right. There you go. That didn't make sense. Did <laughs> I can I can edit this thing out. But we don't do that, remember? Because <laughs> right. it's just being right. real. We are real. Oh, my goodness. Real, real. <laughs> Trust me. There's a lot of things I would like to Photoshop and cut out oh, of my, my life. <laughs> yeah. We, I, you know what? I have to tell you that I am really glad that this episode we're not... You didn't want to do... Uh, uh, the YouTube's uh, videos uh, of us <laughs> right. recording this no. and and this episode. Oh man, I'm really grateful for that because my face is all sunburned. He looks like a Q-tip. I do. Yeah, <laughs> a raccoon Q-tip. Yeah, he had yeah. a, a do rag on today, and his head's all white. His face is all red. So. I got my I had my sunglasses on, so yeah. I got the white eyes. You know, so. <laughs> anyway, hey, it's so good to be with you guys, and uh, we're excited. We truly are excited about sharing with you tonight. We, uh, we felt like after last episode that, uh, by the way, this is episode 31. That's awesome. 31 episodes that we have You know, done. we're not like real uh, every week. We tried to be every week in the beginning, and that was okay. But man, our life just gets a little crazy, and we're not able to do it every week. But this has just been fun right. to just share, you know, our thoughts and, you know, helping people... Um, minister with their pastor and you know connect with their pastor right. and you know being in ministry and you right. know what that's like and you know it's just we just really want to connect with yeah. our people and we want our people to connect with us yes yes and we do have our dog with us on the at the beach <laughs> and she's over here with her head on my lap yeah. right now she's she's an oversized lap dog so go back and lay down go on <laughs> so anyway um well hey listen we're we're finished we're gonna do part two Today's part two on tradition. And um, so we want, we felt like the last episode we needed to really um, 
we really needed to uh, uh, finish up. We, we, we didn't get a chance to uh, hang on. My dog's messing with his. Sugar, come here. Sugar, go lay down now. Go. In your cage. Go. She's a good dog. She really is. She's smart. And she just went to her cage. How do you like that? Hey, you're getting real here. You're getting the real, real thing here. <laughs> right. Maybe we should title this message the real, real right. <laughs> uh, podcast. But anyway, so but we just felt like we needed to maybe explain a little bit more. And, and we felt like we, we kind of left it without uh, some, uh, some tangible things to do to help get go through and, and get beyond tradition. Yeah. And, and not let it be something that hinders. Well, this um, is something that we have seen throughout our whole ministry. Right. So this is not just a seasonal thing. Right. <laughs> this is an ongoing yes. um, time. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, it's raining. Yeah, if you're hearing the rain. You can hear that. Uh, but hey, we're live and we're not editing this, no, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, so, I love when it rains in a camper. Yes, as soon as we get off here, we're going to go to bed and go to sleep because she yeah. loves to sleep with the rain. Yeah. So anyway. So anyways, no, yeah. this is, tradition is something that we have faced throughout our whole ministry. And it's been struggling. It's, it's been good at times, yeah. but it's also hindered at right. times. Right. So I think to be... To be honest, we need to really um, think long and hard about traditions in churches today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I agree. So I, Shelley, I asked you to read. Uh, now this is a story out of Matthew chapter fifteen, and uh, now if, if any of you have been keeping up on the Chosen, um, you know the episode, uh, season two, episode I think six, six or seven or something like that. The latest one. Uh, yeah, the one where they were. Uh, going through the wheat field? Yes. That's what we're going to read right here. Oh, okay. And so uh, I'd like for you to read uh, chapter 15 out of Matthew, verses 1 through 12. Yeah, and if you haven't watched The Chosen, yes, yes. oh my word, please go watch, watch it. it. Please go watch it. Yeah, amen. It's so good. It's so, oh my goodness. I just can't, I cannot promote it enough. Right. Okay, so Matthew chapter 15. Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do you why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they did not wash their hands when they eat. He answered them, And why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, If anyone tells his father or his mother what you would have gained, from me is given to God. He not he need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites! Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with his lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. And he called the people to him and said to them, Hear and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? (laughs) I asked you to stop there, verse 12, because for a specific reason, 
there's so much that goes on there, but we're talking tonight about tradition. We're talking about um, the the tradition. We talked about this the last podcast. Tradition is not bad. It's not, but when it it literally causes you to to do to hinder. Yeah. The Holy Spirit to hinder the movement of God, to hinder um, or, or stiffen or restrict, whatever word you want to put in there, uh, the movement of the Holy Spirit, then that's when it becomes bad. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you can, you can be lured into this and not even knowing it, that you're, you're doing something like this. Yeah. You really can be. So I know that for, for a lot of us, um, you know, in ministry, pastors, we deal with this, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's it's so it's it's kind of crazy, you know. Sometimes when we come into a new church, you know, we don't know um, right. what their traditions are. We don't know, you know, something that they've always done. It's always, you know, twenty years ago it could have been the greatest event ever, and they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a situation one time in a church where they had done this particular event for like 50 years. Yep. And back when they were doing it, the first, probably the first 10, 15 years, it was phenomenal. I mean, they had like five to 600 people that would show up for this event. Right. Every and, year. And, and lives be changed. Yes. People came to know Christ. Yes. yes. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And they continued doing it. Over and over and over. And when we left um, to go to another church, I think the final year that we were there, we were trying to help them change it up a little bit right. and become a little more current or, you know, ch- you know, just think outside the box. What else could you do? They would not change. And well, it was down that, to like 100 people. Right. A lot of times what was going on there is that they, they had fine-tuned this and, and, and got this thing working like a, a, a fine grease, yes. you know, uh, whatever that saying is. Um, you know, and, and, and so, but they kind of lost. Yeah. The, the, they lost the focus of yeah. what the mission Mm-hmm. was for it right you know and it just became tradition right. that they they had to do this by this mm-hmm. date they had to do this by this date to have it ready right you know i mean they prepared like months for this right and there you know there was a lot of preparation but it even narrowed it down to the helpers right there was like maybe three people yeah, yeah. doing this whole event in the end and it was tiresome there was nobody that was happy during it, there was a lot of bickering. There, there was, was a lot of fighting. And the result? And the result was not positive. Right. It wasn't. When it was over, everybody was like, oh, I'm so glad it's so, over. So really what we're saying is, is that kind of that thing should have kind of been laid to rest. Yeah. It should have been moved on to celebrated, right. thanked, given praise for what God had done in the past. Yeah. But kind of laid to rest and moved on yeah. to something new. I wonder if the church, the church, I hear, <clears throat> I hear the church all the time say this, you know, scripture says, God, Jesus says I'm doing, I'm doing a new thing. Okay. I agree with you. And, and I understand the context of that passage. Okay. 
but are you doing a new thing? Right. Are you letting Jesus do well, a new thing? Well, if Jesus is doing a new thing, then you should be doing a new thing right. because Jesus dwells within you. Yeah, I have a sister-in-law that says this, uh, makes this <laughs> statement. She says, uh, wash, rinse, repeat. Lather, rinse, repeat. Is that what it is? Yeah. La- lather, lather, rinse, rinse repeat. Yeah. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. Stop lathering, rinse, and repeating. <laughs> but we've got churches that are lathering, yes. rinsing, and repeating. Yeah. And, and, and again... If you're lathering, rinsing, and repeating, and there are results such as kingdoms being added to, that we're, we're, we're kingdom is being added to, we're seeing people's lives changed, they're they're being freed from sin and bondage. If we're seeing this, then you keep doing right, that. Right, right. Okay, but but what I'm saying is is that we're not seeing that. So so the pastor that's out there right now, and they're going. Oh, I'm so I'm so frustrated. I feel so restricted. I feel so so you know uh, lack of workers, lack of participation, lack of buy-in from from people when it comes to to new things and such. I, I think maybe we can help you tonight. Yeah, I really do. And and one of the things I want to speak directly to that pastor is is this. I went um, I went to a uh, uh, okay. I was young in my ministry. I really was and. And uh, one of the things that I, I think I was reading a John Maxwell book or something, and and he talked about how he went and he he got a hold of one of these successful pastors older than him or whatever, and and he he called the guy up and said, hey, I want to take you out to lunch, and and I I just want to I want to just pick your brain for about two hours, and so he did. He literally took the guy out, went and got the guy, took him out to lunch, and uh, uh, just picked his brain, and I was like, man, that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So one of the larger churches uh, in our denomination, um, I called up the pastor and said, hey, uh, for uh, a weekend, I'm, I'm, we're on vacation or something like that. I think it was, mm-hmm. I think it was Mother's Day, actually. Mother's yeah, Day weekend. Was. And uh, I said, we're going to be in your area and I would love to take you out to lunch. And, and I'd just like to pick your brain, my treat. And this is, I'm pastoring a church of 50. He's pastoring a church of 3,200. And I'm telling him, I'm going to take you out to lunch. I'm paying. Uh, and I just like, just so I can pick your brain. I'm telling you, man, the, the one thing I remember walking away from with that is, is this. I remember him telling me, he said, he said, Rod, he said, you always need to have tension on the rope. Meaning you need to always be pulling your people. Don't yank and leading. Don't yank them. Don't, don't jerk them. And don't let, don't let uh, the, the tension off. Always keep the tension. And he said, but you, I, and I'm telling you, I've always remembered that. Mm-hmm. I've always remembered that. And it was something that I, I feel like has been successful for us. So I'm saying to the pastors there today that are listening to this podcast, keep tension on the rope. Yeah. Keep pulling your people. Yes, you're going to have some that are going to kick and scream, right? Right. Do, do we oh, know yeah. them? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. Okay. You're going to have some that are probably going to leave. Yeah. You got to be okay with that. You really do. Yeah, because you know, honestly, and I don't say this patting us on the back at all, but someone told us one time that this is what will happen to every church you will go to. Mm. And man, I I didn't want to hear it. I really didn't, and I still don't want to because I never ever want anyone to leave. Right. I'm that no. person that wants to go and right. you know try to get them to come back. 
Right. But I've learned over the years that if someone leaves and goes to another church, then maybe they're supposed to. Right. And that's okay. I've got right. to be okay with that. But every church that we've ever pastored, we've never ended with the same congregation that we started with. Nor should we. Nor should we. Right? You're exactly right. And nor should we. I think that that says that, that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just say, if, yeah, seriously, if you go to the church and five years later you're called to another church and you still have the same congregation you came into, yeah. Um, you just wasted five years. Yeah. I'm sorry. You didn't waste Can I say five that? years. Yeah, you didn't waste five years. Those five You're those so people kind. are are just as <laughs> precious as the new congregation that you're going to develop. But you know, you've got to work on bringing in new people. You know, growing your church. I mean, that's not the most important thing. You just got to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Right. That's I'll, the bottom line. I'll just say this, Pastor. Listen, you're listening to us right now. You just have to be okay. There are going to be some people that leave. Yeah. You've got to be okay with that. The thing is, your prayer, my prayer always is this, that they are going somewhere where they can be fed. Now, in regard to that too, because here's what will happen. Some of those folks will leave, and then you'll have some of the old guard, I'll call them that, okay, that will come running to the pastor. Pastor, people are leaving. People are leaving. You're running them off. You're, people are leaving. They're, they're the lost. Jesus said to leave the 99, go after the one that's lost. And I always come back with this response. Where did they go? Are they no longer attending church? Well, no, they're going down to so-and-so's church. Then they're not lost. Yeah. They're not lost. And I'm not chasing them. I've had, you, you know this as well as I do. When we've come into church, into a new church, and, and there will be people that have left because of the previous pastor, right? For whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was. And there will be people that will leave because of the new pastor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so, you know, those people have left. And I've had people that said, oh, I, Pastor, now that you're here, I hear this person. I want you to go visit them. And, and we need to get this person back. And that person, no. Yeah. You know, I'm not interested in bringing back the old guard. What I'm interested in doing is doing a new thing that Christ wants to do through this church. Mm -hmm. And he wants to do a new thing. Listen, if you don't believe Christ wants to do a new thing, then you haven't read the New Testament. Right. Now, if they're not going anywhere, then, then absolutely. Go talk to them. Absolutely. I do that. Matter of fact, I always make sure that if somebody leaves my church that I'm pastoring. I, I hate saying that. Leave my church. Um, but leaves the church because I'm pastoring, and and for whatever reason they're they're, they're I make sure. I said, now I understand you're going to leave. I want to make sure you're going to another church. Yeah. And if you're not going to another church, I'm gonna call you up. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna go stop by and visit or whatever. I don't want to. I'm not talking about people who leave the faith. Right. I'm talking about people who leave the church. Yeah. Okay. And there are going to be people that leave the church. I don't know of too many people who have left the faith because we came in and took out the pews and put chairs in. No. But I do know a lot of people who've left the church. Right. And went to another church. Right? Yeah. And so, so, Pastor, sit back, take a breather, hear these words. It's okay. You're just going to have to be okay with it. And that goes against every grain, every, every fiber within us mm -hmm. as pastors. Because first off, no pastor wants to tick somebody off. Right. No pastor wants to offend somebody. No pastor wants to have people talking about him at lunchtime behind his back and talking ill about him. No pastor wants to hear a bunch of people getting together and saying, we're leaving the church. No pastor wants that. And I get that. But, but I'm here to tell you, 
Christ is sufficient. Right. He will take care of you and he will take care of his church. What's it say in the scripture? This is, there's nothing that will prevail. I mean, the church will prevail. Yeah. Now, what is that passage of scripture? I forget now. Uh, Hades about Hades. Uh, right? Sure. Look that up while I'm still talking. Okay. But pastor, I just want you to calm down. I just want you to take a, bre a breather here and understand. And, and here's my other statement would be to the pastor is this. Be prayed up. I'm, I'm telling you, you need to be in tune with the Holy Spirit and what he's wanting to do. Because there are some crazy things the Holy Spirit's going to want you to do. There really is. You find that scary? Yeah, Matthew 16, 18. He then stated, and I say unto the Peter... Wait a minute. Are you reading the King James? I don't know. Why did it take me to that version? I can't. These and thou's. I'm sorry. Give Nothing me a minute. wrong with the King Nothing James wrong version. With it, but man, I have a hard time reading it. Please don't send us emails. <laughs> it's Matthew 16, 18. Okay, read that for us. All right. Here we go. Um, and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And so God he, takes care of his church. His church will prevail. As long prevail. as his church is obedient. That's it. That's the bottom line. Listen, sometimes you got to reduce before you increase. Yeah. And that's hard. That is so hard. You never want to reduce. Yes. But okay. it's part of it's part of pruning. Mm -hmm. Talk to a gardener. You have to pull the weeds, and I'm not saying before weeds. Please don't say that. But you got to pull the weeds, and you got to prune back. And you know, there's all kinds of scriptures all about that kind of stuff, where you know God will, you know, mm -hmm. do some do some things to shake up his his people. Right. And let me just say this. Okay, um, I had a conversation with somebody not too long ago about. Uh, dieting, uh, and and I found it interesting in the word diet. It has the word die because um, you feel like you're dying. Uh, but anyway, I'm just saying it was a dad joke. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay. Feel free to use that, folks. But anyway, I, I I was talking to a person about dieting, and one of the things they were they were like saying is that oh, so well, that dieting that's it's just not you know. I said, hang on, there's a reason why I'm dieting. The reason I'm dieting is so I can get healthier. I'm not dieting so I can look like a stud. Okay, I'm I'm just being honest okay. right now, right? I'm not. Listen, okay, Shelly, I know if this upsets you, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna get a six pack <laughs> uh, uh, on my belly. I'm sorry, that thing just. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I'm not gonna get a, a, a six. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going for that, right? What I'm going for is healthiness. I'm I'm trying to get healthier, and sometimes when you get healthier, you what happens is, is you have to be. You have to be willing to to give up some things. You have to be willing to let go of some things, right. and and to be healthier. Yeah, that's dieting. Church has got to be the same way. We've got to be willing to give up some things that are. Listen, if you're doing something, you're continuing to do it uh, over and over and again, but you're anticipating different results every time you do that. That's a definition of insanity. Dieting. No dieting. <laughs> Definition of dieting because I'm not getting any different results. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. We're on vacation. Insanity, yeah. dieting. We don't yeah. die on vacation. No, we don't die on vacation. No, but it is. It's a definition of insanity. Yeah. So, pastors, listen. Um, calm down. 
Understand there are going to be people that leave. Understand that. There's going to be people that are going to be frustrated with you a little bit. But I tell you this much, when you start seeing the results, when you start seeing people saved, when you start seeing your church not grow in numbers, but grow spiritually, people can't argue with that. And you know what I do? I always point to that. Yeah. When I got people say, Pastor, why why don't we ever play the old hymns? Hey, did you see so-and-so got saved the other day? Yeah. Did you, did you see our orientation class where we had 20 people? Yeah. All brand new people? Our discipleship class where people were wanting to learn yes. more. Yes. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Was you saying something? Was it? No. <laughs> I didn't right. do it. Okay. But you no, got a point. But that's the thing. We have yeah. to recognize if the church is growing, if the church mm-hmm. is flourishing, there's people being saved and baptized and lives being changed. Yes. Yes. Then, okay. Yep. You know, I... I belong to a um, a Wednesday morning um, Zoom class, mm-hmm. and one a couple weeks ago, uh, man, I gotta go back and read that. Gotta get that out. Um, there was a list of things that um, the leader had given us. Uh, you know what your church is doing, yeah. and yeah. what if they're not doing these things? And it was scriptural, and it was you know he just listed out all this stuff that our church should be doing and lives being changed, salvation, sanctification, baptisms, you know, and I was like... We're using words right there, the church should know. Right. We're not really, this podcast is really not talking to people who are unsaved. This is talking to people who so using those words. Yeah. I just want to make light of that. Absolutely. But yeah, we, um, if we're not doing these things, then our church is dead. And that's a mindset. Yes. It's a kingdom mindset yes, yes. right and I, I i was as we were preparing for this uh podcast i wrote this down i said what i believe pastors listen understand some people are going to leave number two i want you to to understand you need to be prayed up you need to be in the spirit yeah i mean you be, need to be so in tune with the holy spirit that when the holy spirit whispers you go what what was that I mean, right? right. And, and I would just say this. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to work through you in ways that are not traditional, but definitely missional. Yeah. yeah. We must be. We really must be. And, and I'll say this about, so, so really, uh, pastors, you got to get comfortable and understanding there are going to be people that are going to get fired up with you, want to leave, and people are going to leave. So get, get up. What we're trying to do is we're trying to help you get through the tradition dynamic and, and be get get moving forward into yeah. the missional aspect so you got to be okay with it you got to be prayed up right you got to really truly be prayed up and sensitive to what the holy spirit's wanting to do and, and we're not and, talking necessarily about a pastor that comes in and wants to change everything up and nobody is for this no 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 you know we're talking about a pastor. the holy spirit doesn't do that no he doesn't no you know he's you're going to have leaders that come alongside you and want to be want you know want this kind of thing right you know they're yes. going to gonna be in in tune with the holy spirit and what the holy spirit wants as well right because we've we've seen it all we've been through it all yeah we've been through churches where i've come in and and they were like yeah. you know and they're like we want to change we want to change and then, then you, you try yeah. to do some things you know differently and they buck and then they're going, it. we want barabbas no i'm just kidding <laughs> right so yeah. you just kind of back off right a little bit yeah you know, you, and gotta, you have to learn. You do. You but we've learn. also been at a church where we walked in and the church leadership is like, yeah, let's do this, let's do this, oh, let's do this. And you're sitting there going, okay, I'm getting a little nervous. 
because I just got here. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got, I've got you all on speed dial. <laughs> right. Because right? I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to push the button, you know, because I'm afraid, you know, you, it's, you, you've got to, because you've learned it's some other places, but, but you've got to be again in tune with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will guide you in, in this all. But let's be honest, let's go back to that last statement you just made okay. where the church board is the one that's ready to move, 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 mm-hmm. move, and you were a little nervous. Yeah. I'm just going to ask you, but the Holy Spirit was speaking to you before you even yeah. went to this church yeah. that that was going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. When, when it does, when that happens, mm-hmm. that's really cool yes. for you to experience the opposite because usually it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you first and then the people but the right. people were primed and ready yeah. the Holy Spirit had already been working on the people yeah. and it was so cool to watch that happen yeah. really was so so there's great things out there to help your pastors but listen practicality here just being very practical about this um, you, you really need to, to accept some ideas and facts of what is going to take place because people are just people yeah. we're dealing with human beings here yeah. okay uh, so understand that number two is be prayed up. Be Absolutely. so so sensitive Always. to the Holy Spirit. Now I want to just point to the church as well now, because I think the church plays a part of this as well. The leadership. You may not even be in leadership, but I'm gonna tell you something. Here's one of the things you can do for your leadership. Not just the pastor. I'm not just talking about him, but the leadership of the church, and that's you can pray for them. Absolutely. Be willing to pray a, a prayer that is out of the box prayer praying lord do something new mm-hmm. lord do your will because i'm pretty sure you start praying god's will you're going to see it's going to be probably something new yeah in all honesty yeah right it's not going to be anything that it's, you're thinking of right it's not like god sits up and goes oh you guys are praying for me to do something well, you know i've done this a bazillion times let's just do this again yeah i really think god is just longing to do something well, new. He's, in, he's in the market for changing lives and anytime your life has been changed, mm-hmm. you have had an epiphany or right. you have had a moment mm-hmm. of a mind change. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, you don't just, yep. it's like changing your clothes. You don't get up and put the same clothes on every day. Right. You got to change them up. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. That's a good idea. I like that analogy. But I'll say this to the church then. And we'll, we'll kind of start wrapping this up. But here's what I want to say to the church. Because here's what I believe. Churches that are not growing, churches that are, are possibly even what some would classify uh, as dying. Okay, there's a great book out there. Uh, Thomas, uh, um, oh, I can just, uh, The Autopsy of a Dying Church. can't remember his name. Thomas Raines. No, anyway, Lifeway Guy. Anyway, look that up later. Um, but churches that are growing or churches that are dying or on the verge of dying, it's not because of worldly influences. I hear people all the time. They want to say, well, we're letting the world creep into the church. Oh, come on. The church needs to be creeping out into the world. But anyway, yeah. I'll, 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 that's a whole other topic. But here's what I, I want us to understand. Saints, church, listen to me. Tom S. Rainer. Rainer, Rainer, Yes. Church, listen to me. You need to be, you you need to stop having this resistance to change. Be willing. 
be willing. Absolutely. Accept. I'm not. I'm listen. I'm not saying go sell your car and get a minivan. I'm not saying do drastic, crazy kind of things. What I'm saying is, I just use that as an example. I don't know why. I just, anyway. um, I'm not. What saying, if the Lord wants you to do if something? He wants, but, drastic and crazy. But but what I'm saying is, is that. You know, don't don't sell everything and move to Africa unless God tells you to do that. Right. But God's not telling everybody to move to Africa. Well, here's the thing. Be in tune. Mm. Be in tune yep. with the Holy Spirit. Yep. Because the same Holy Spirit that speaks to your pastor or speaks to your congregation, yes. they're the same. Yes. And he's not going to bring confusion. Right. You know, he's not going to divide. Right. Um, right. Yeah, he, he wants us to build his kingdom right he wants to bring more people to him so what i want to do tonight shelly is i want to do something we don't normally do this we just normally uh end it but i want to do this i want to pray for that pastor i want to pray for that that congregant that that member of the church i want to pray for that leader that's coming along with their pastor i want to pray for and i want to pray for them to be open to the Holy Spirit yeah. and what he wants to do through them. Sure. I want to see church, like I want to see God's kingdom just explode here on earth. Yeah. I truly do. Absolutely. And, and, and a lot, some people are like, well, I don't want that other church across the street to outgrow me or whatever. I don't care. Right. I really, I'm, 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 I believe this. Where we live, if everybody on Sunday morning was to go to church, everybody, we do not have enough churches for for everybody to go to church. Right. We don't. No. It'll be over, everybody will be jam-packed. We just don't have, people will be going down there, hey, is there room at your place? No, there's no room at the church. Remember no room right. at the end? Yeah. That was a good one. I thought <laughs> it was anyway, Okay. So I, I just really believe that. And so I want to pray that though. I want to pray for just an eruption of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That just a breakout. And I want to see churches change. And listen, can you guys do us a favor as we get ready to pray and close here? Would you, if, 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 if this has moved you, touched you in some way, would you just respond? Send us a, 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 an email or something. I think it's just uh, beingrealpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can go to our Facebook page, leave a message on there, private messages. That'll be fine yeah. on that. Um, but we'd love to hear from you. We'd like to know how we can pray. Or if we can help you do something. Yeah. We would be, I would love to, I had a guy that reached out to me, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, he was really moved by one of our podcasts and, and he and I, uh, hooked up, I called him and we, just, we talked and prayed together and man, I'm just excited about what God's doing in his life. And, and so, uh, we want to, we want to join with you. Absolutely. This podcast really isn't for my wife and I to sit down and, and talk into a microphone. Um, you know, cause we, we could be reading or watching big bang theory or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> Um, but we really want to spend time with you and, and just hopefully uh, impact you in your life. So, um, Shelly, I want you to start off in prayer, and I will end us in that prayer time, okay? Sure. We pray. Absolutely. Father, we thank you for this time that you've given us, Lord. I pray for each person that's listening today. Mm-hmm. Lord, I just pray for a special anointing to fall upon them, Lord. Yes. You will open their eyes and their ears, Lord, so that they can see with your eyes, they can hear with your ears. Lord, that your heart will become their heart. Yes, Lord. Yes. Their heart, your, their heartbeat will be your heartbeat, God. Mm-hmm. Lord, I just I just I want people to become closer to you so that they know what you want and 
they understand, or sometimes we don't understand everything. And I, I know there's no way we can because you're God. But Lord, we just ask you to just follow up on us, Lord. We, we want to hear with your ears, see with your eyes, and feel with your heart. Yes. So, Father, as we conclude this time together, I want to pray for that specific pastor that's listening to this and is struggling and, and maybe even, oh, I hope they haven't turned us off, but maybe has uh, just been struggling with what we've said. I, I, I'd love to join with them, pray with them uh, personally or on the phone or whatever, uh, but I want them to know we've been through it. Lord, you've, 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 uh, you've, you've guided us and directed us to so many different uh, uh, churches and, and experiences so we've been through this. We truly have. And so uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just giving back a little bit of what the Lord has trained me and allowed me to go through and learn. And so trust me when I say that God's got you. You're okay. And, and just continue to lean upon him. And I also want to pray for that, that spouse of the pastor. Because uh, I, I know it can be very unsettling times. Uh, and, and just... I'm praying that you just continue to be supportive and, and come along and, and, and help and encourage uh, your pastor, your, your spouse. And then I also want to uh, pray for that leader uh, within the church or that just pew setter. Uh, that's what I call them. But per, a person that just, you know, is a member of the church and, and serves in some capacities, but maybe not fully in leadership. I just pray that you, I just ask you guys pray for your pastor. Pray for them. Lift them up. Come alongside with them. Be an encourager. Because I tell you, some of the hardest, some of, one of the hardest days of the week for the pastor is on Monday. So maybe call your pastor up. Take, take him or her out to lunch and, and, and just sit down and, 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 and encourage them. Pay for their lunch, whatever. Just encourage them and, and let them know you love them and you're praying for them. So, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity tonight. And all this we lay at your feet. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, hey, um, this has been good. It's good to be with you. We will probably be two weeks before we're back with you uh, for our next episode. But don't forget to check it out. Hey, uh, from my understanding, iTunes now, you can go in there and you can follow, like and follow on iTunes. Okay. And uh, so I'm encouraging anybody out there to, to go ahead and do that or uh, go, go ahead and uh, go to our podcast or our Facebook page, uh, Just Being Real podcast and um, Facebook page and you can like us there and follow us and all of our latest episodes come out there as well. Well, hey Shelly, good to be with you and now we will close this up and move over to our lounge chairs. Right. <laughs> Amen. Have all a right. good week. God bless you guys. Take care now. <laughs>